0: As people that live in the GTA, Lake Ontario is not just an important part of our geography. It provides our drinking water. And now more than ever, we're looking to it as a source of entertainment. Now, this past weekend, more than a 140 mayors and elected municipal officials along the industry, along with the industry and other governmental uh, representatives, gathered in person in Niagara as part of the Great Lakes St. Lawrence Cities Initiative. It was their annual meeting, and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about you know, see what they were discussing when it comes to one of our uh, biggest uh, sources of fresh water. The conference was focused on the theme of powering the blue economy. Phil Murphy ram is the Canadian Policy Director for the Great Lakes St. Lawrence Cities Initiative. We'll just call it Cities Initiative because I know you do. Phil, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Kelly, and good morning.
0: So what is the Cities Initiative? How many people does it aim to serve?
1: Uh, so we're a binational coalition of uh, more than 150 mayors uh, across the uh, eight Great Lakes states, Ontario and Quebec. Um, our member municipalities represent communities totaling over 19 million people uh, across that region. Uh, but of course, our, our, our policy proposals and programs uh, support, uh, uh, aim to support everyone across the, the Great Lakes and St. Lawrence River Basin.
0: And how long have you been a bilateral um, group? Because you know I, we do share a lot of our Great Lakes and our waterways with Americans, but for for years now, it's, there's been very different um, ways of, of of dealing with our waterways and protecting them.
1: Yeah, so we uh, actually have been around for almost 20 years. Uh, so we were founded in uh, 2003, and our, our two big co-founders are uh, the cities of Chicago and uh, Toronto, uh, and in fact. Uh, The uh, former mayor of Toronto, David Miller, uh, joined us at our our recent conference uh, last week. Uh, He's now with another organization called uh, C40 uh, and to speak about how cities can lead the charge uh, on uh, tackling uh, climate change.
0: What's meant by the blue economy? Because I know that was uh, the theme of this year's annual meeting.
1: Yeah, it's a relatively new concept, uh, especially when we're talking about uh, freshwater uh, regions. Uh, it's largely been uh, a concept used for uh, ocean or marine uh, systems. Uh, I we like to, to compare it to the what uh, we largely know as the green economy. So, how do we uh, leverage uh, clean, um, uh, clean environment, or sorry, clean uh, economic opportunities? Uh, how do we uh, leverage uh, innovation and technologies to tackle some of our environmental challenges? Uh, so, in that, so we use that concept uh, from a, a water perspective and look at how we can uh, sustainably and responsibly leverage our uh, water resources. And in the case of the Great Lakes and St. Lawrence, how we can leverage our freshwater resources uh, to drive inclusive and sustainable uh, economic growth.
0: Okay, it sounds like a lofty goal, but it's probably doable. Um, You know, we have really interesting technologies out there. What were some of the strategies you came up with?
1: Well, actually, one thing that was really interesting coming out of this conference is that we uh, had uh, industry partners from uh, the marine uh, industry uh, come and, and, and support our organization and participate in some of our sessions. Uh so we looked at uh, uh so we looked at the marine industry and how uh they're working to uh decarbonize and uh in fact how uh environmentally relatively environmentally friendly they are um so uh one stat uh that we kept on hearing during the conference is that uh one uh boatload of uh freight uh will reduce the greenhouse gas emissions by 85% uh, by uh by taking off the equivalent of a uh, thousand trucks off our roads. Uh, so it helps both in terms of uh, fighting greenhouse gas emissions, but also reducing congestion uh, on uh, our clogged roads across uh, this, uh, this uh, very populous region.
0: So are we looking at using our waterways more as, uh, as trade routes then?
1: Well, our history uh, and economy were really founded around uh, the the St. Lawrence and, and the Great Lakes. Uh, so they were trade routes even before Europeans uh, uh, settled here. And so uh but over the, the course of the years, I think uh as our cities have grown, as uh we've uh, come to rely on uh cities and, and trucks and even trains to get around, uh we forgot the uh the importance and, and the possibilities that come with uh with water navigation. And so part of uh our Blue Economy work is looking at how we can better integrate uh water transportation to support our cities uh in their economic development goals. Um okay. and of course there's different challenges that come with that. Uh, Yeah, climate change would be one
0: of them, you know, more intense storms.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that uh, that that is impacting uh, the industry. So uh, higher water variability, uh, storm activity is, of course, uh, hitting uh, port infrastructure, uh, but it's also um, impact directly impacting our communities. Uh, So even though we didn't uh, focus uh, explicitly on this at our conference, uh, another area of interest for us is around uh, coastal resilience. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of our communities are facing coastal erosion. So a yeah. lot of our, our, our land is falling into the, the, the lake and uh, St. Lawrence River, uh, as well as increased flooding, especially uh, during uh, the spring and uh, during high wind events. Uh, so we're looking at how we can integrate new solutions. Uh, so traditionally, we focused on gray or, or engineered infrastructure solutions. Uh, but how can we better incorporate uh, nature-based or green infrastructure to uh, help fight uh, that that uh, aspect of climate change?
0: Oh, Phil, you piqued my interest. So how would?
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear. I'm
0: not, I'm not kidding because how would you do that? What 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 are some of the methods that you're looking at right now? Because that's that seems like, you know, the Phil isn't working anymore. Not yeah, you well, being uh, the Phil, the other Phil. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, I mean, it, it really varies from uh, area to area. And, and the thing, the issue with, uh, with um, uh, fighting uh, climate change is that there's no one silver bullet. So it's looking at a whole range. Of, okay, but what's uh, the most interesting so,
0: tech that you saw solution-wise? Just pique our interest.
1: Well, one of them is uh, incorporating uh, wetlands uh, into uh, our coastal areas or reintegrating uh, wetlands into our coastal areas. I think uh, wetlands in the past have gotten uh, quite a bad draft uh but they can provide a uh, a buffer uh around uh, uh issues around coastal erosion around flooding uh as well as helping to to filter water in the same way that we can use um uh more uh, uh permeable solutions uh or more green spaces to capture water during those extreme rainfall uh events that we're seeing so what we're we're seeing more and more is uh, that uh, we have these uh, tropical-like storms uh, coming through our cities. Uh, we get this huge dumping of water, uh, and our infrastructure isn't able to handle it because it's an Im- impermeable, so it goes into our sewer systems. Uh, and ends up um, uh, overwhelming our, our treatment systems and just basically ends up, uh, in many cases, uh, going back into our, our, our waterways uh, untreated. And so if we have more permeable solutions, more green
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, roofs, for example, or, mm-hmm. or uh, green uh, lawns, which are always nice to cool off anyway, so there's uh, that co-benefit, uh, we can help, uh, we can help uh, solve that issue.
0: It's interesting because the blue economy then extends farther than the shoreline. It's it's really interesting. I think one of your biggest challenges is creating sustainable work without explo- exploiting one of our greatest natural resources, you know, finding that balance. But it is interesting that you've got so many different uh, people from, uh, you know, both countries and different groups working on this problem of, you know, how do we make sure we take care of our greatest natural resources, uh, some of them being, you know, our waterways, which are – you know, you look at fresh water that Canada has, and we really, we have a lot, but just because we have a lot doesn't mean we have to get all, uh, take them for granted and get wasteful and um, uh, just, you know, not uh, not respectful of our resources. I really appreciate your time, Phil. It's been really interesting having you on the show. I think we'll keep your number on our, our little virtual Rolodex and reach out again.
1: That's great. Thanks. Appreciate it, Kelly.
0: You have a great day. Phil Murphy Rayum is the Canadian Policy Director for the Great Lakes and St. Lawrence Cities Initiative.